Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Fantasy Football Rewind. I'll tell you what, we got a great show going. If you missed any of the first hour, you can go and get that on demand. It's all about Keeper League strategies, how to put your leagues together, and what the formation is. And you got to get it done, people. You got to get it done. This is Tony Cicada. We are joined a little later by our man, Greg Sussman, and none other than Frank Stamphill, a little special, special orientation tonight. I love it. So here are the guys. They're talking a little strategy, little keepers. And where you got jeepers, you got keepers, you got creepers. And I don't know what you do with them creepers. Here are the guys. Offense. Next year, and if DeMarco Murray is gone, uh, I think Derrick Henry is actually a player that I would be in on. I could see him being like a Jordan Howard light type player. You can't see that? Yeah, I absolutely can see that. But the problem is with Jordan Howard light like player, with a Derrick Henry, with, with Jordan Howard in particular, nobody wants them. Nobody ever wants that kind of guy. A guy that does not specialize in catching the ball. Uh, a guy that even if he's having a bad rushing game... Couldn't light it up in the passing game. Those so guys, take advantage of that, though. If I, no one wants him, I bring it up every because year. Because you Frank. wanted Jordan Howard. I did. I and got he was him. on your team. And he was good. And we said yesterday he was RB nine, and he, and he finishes RB nine. Uh-huh. Even if he was sporadic here and there, he did what you wanted him to do. Yep. He was drafted as a top ten running back and finished as a top ten running back. So if Derrick Henry has his backfield to himself coming into next year, and he's drafted as you know a top fifteen running back, maybe even top twelve running back in the early third round, third round, whatever it is. Yep. I think he could flirt with, you know, 1,200, 1,100 rushing yards, double-digit touchdowns. I, I think that's fair. Listen, I don't disagree, but we, we have this conversation every year. We'll do it again next year. But those kind of guys, your Jay Ajayis, your Jordan Howards, guys that you do not think of as pass catchers, Marshawn Lynch, as you mentioned, LeGarrette Blunt, their value is always depressed simply because they do not specialize in catching passes. Like, people are going to draft Christian McCaffrey in a half-point PPR. PPR, I get it, right? It's a little bit different. But in a half-point PPR, people are going to draft Christian McCaffrey over Derrick Henry. Would you do that? Assuming Murray's gone, obviously. I think it's close, even in half-point PPR, because McCaffrey's a guy who could catch, you know, 80-plus passes. Is that a bad example because he catches too many passes, maybe? Probably, but no, no, I think it's a fair example, though. It's because, I mean, it didn't get that far, but Jordan Howard was slipping into the late second round, and McCaffrey was like an early third round guy, so we weren't even that far off from that 
this year. Absolutely. And that was a guy in Jordan Howard that we saw already do it last year as a rookie. So we weren't even far off from that already. I I think people are going to take McCaffrey over Derrick Henry in a half-point PPR if there's no DeMarco Murray. I don't know if I would do it. I I think I'd rather take the guy with the safe touches. That's fair. And again, I go back to Jordan Howard. No one's going to want him again next year. You know that, right? Like nobody. You know why you don't want him? Because you get no upside because they don't score any touchdowns. And the touchdowns are what wins and loses games during the week. So stay tuned for more for Keeper League Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to dailyroto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to dailyroto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 
Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. strategy and how to go about it. They're going to say, oh my God, Tariq Cohen look goody. You're going to have a new coaching staff in there, and they're going to utilize Tariq Cohen as they should, and Jordan Howard is just in the way of Tariq Cohen. That's what they're going to say. I know that. It's either going to be that, or it's going to be the polar opposite. If they bring in an offensive-minded head coach, everyone's going to say, Todd Gurley 2.0, this guy's going to take off this year. He's going to get involved in the passing game. This offense is going to thrive. This coach is going to get the best out of Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, the Bears signed this wide receiver, drafted that wide receiver. This is going to be a potent offense, and people are going to shoot him up draft boards. So I think it'll be either one, one way. Extreme or the like, other. It'll be you know either you're the guy who likes Jordan Howard or I'm the guy who's like, nope, you can have him in the second, even the third round, I'm not taking him, right. no matter what. right. And I get it, and I, and I understand all that because Jordan Howard's not fun. Or in 2016 or 2017, he wasn't fun. But you look at what he did last year, you look at what he did this year on a two brutal Chicago Bears teams. This guy's got talent. I'm sorry. He just does. And it's a strong offensive line, too. That, that's a huge part of it. And we need to talk more about that going into next year is that offensive lines are so, so important in the NFL. I remember a question we had Evan Silva on before the season, and the question I had for him was. Does the Bengals' losses in their do, the Bengals' losses at offensive this. line does it affect what we're going to see out of Joe Mixon or even AJ Green? And ultimately, I would say that you were disappointed by every single offensive weapon on the Cincinnati Bengals this year. So I think the Bengals are a good example of that. We, as you said, we asked him. I think the Lions are a good example of that too. They went through major offensive line struggles. Like they lost Riley Reeve. Uh, they lost uh, somebody else, Taylor Decker, I think, uh, before the season started to an injury. I think he came back. They lost him. Like they're starting left tackle on opening day. I think it was Greg Robinson who was cut uh, by the Rams or or somebody like that. Like they went through major major injuries and no surprise their running game struggled and I, I think so much of the Rams credit and rightfully so has gone to Sean McVay but like they signed two or three offensive linemen in the offseason two or three of them shocker Jared Goff now it's time to throw and Todd Gurley has space to run that's not a coincidence by any means and I think we need to pay more attention to where these top graded guys do go and be like listen this guy's gonna bounce back a little bit I think Seattle and New York are prime examples, right? Like, we told people you don't go to either spot for your running game, and for good reason. Those two offensive lines were terrible to start the season, and they're terrible now. Yeah, even the Seahawks. So, like, aside from Russell Wilson, 
Everybody on that team has been uh, a letdown for right. fantasy purposes. You couldn't even, count on any of them. Even Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin hasn't been that good this year. Maybe it has something to do with you know Russell Wilson constantly running around like a chicken without a head. Well, he doesn't a, have time to throw and wait for things to develop with also, a guy like Doug Baldwin down the field. And then even when they got better when they acquired Dwayne Brown midway through the season, there's no there's no running room. There's no threat of a running game. So you're always going to have the safety basically double covering Doug Baldwin or Paul Richardson. He's never going to have an opportunity. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think offensive line is a, is a big one that we have to pay attention to going into next year. All right, so Mark Ingram, I think, is an interesting name because Ingram was drafted, what, third round or so this year? No, later than that. Later he was like third, late fourth, round? early okay. fifth round. Yep. So he was drafted in the third, in the fourth or fifth round. He's somebody that if you get him at that draft's price, the fourth or fifth round, you obviously, you obviously are going to keep him. Where is the line that you don't keep him? Is Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara both first-round picks in 2018? Probably. I'd say so. Doesn't um, that scare the crap out of you? It does. It does. I mean, yeah, on the same team, too. The worry about... I'll start with Kamara. The worry with Kamara is that a lot of his scoring production, his touchdowns, came from so far out. And we've seen that in years past from one year to the next, even within the same season. Earlier on this year, Chris Thompson was scoring touchdowns every single week. And then yeah. it was the first four or five weeks. And we had people calling in, asking us questions. Why don't you have Chris Thompson ranked higher? Why are we disrespecting Chris Thompson? And the thing is, you can't depend on these long, explosive touchdowns week in and week out. They're just not going to happen all all the time. So, like, he started four or five weeks in a row, and then he probably went the next three or four games without a touchdown. So everything evens out eventually. Sure. So with Kamara being a complimentary back, are you really going to use your first-round pick on a guy who... Is going to touch the ball maybe 200 times total. Maybe he's a guy that's going to get, you know, 150 carries, 140 carries, something like that, and 60, 70 receptions, around 200 touches. Or, you know, are you going to take your Kareem Hunt, who you know is going to touch the ball maybe close to 300 times total or something like that? Uh, and that's why it affects Mark Ingram negatively as well, because those those two could potentially take away from each other. This year, I, I feel like it was just. A different beast. Like those guys were able to coexist, scoring touchdowns every single game. Maybe it's something that they could do again next year. The defense continues to get better. Maybe you know Drew Brees one year older, or maybe Drew Brees isn't even there. Right. So that's something we have to take into consideration as well. But I see why you would be worried about both of those guys going in the first round. It just feels like everything went right, right for both of them mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. It all it all broke right that. I almost don't even have confidence in Sean Payton to do it that way again. Like, when he realized this was his way to win, constantly just running the football and running at Davio's throats and high percentage passes from Drew Brees, uh, mostly to Alvin Kamara, um, they were successful. And I'm almost afraid that he and Brees will kind of go back to the past and you know force the ball, rely on Drew Brees' shoulder if he's back there next year, and not do what was so successful for them this year. Maybe it's naive of me to, to think, and maybe that's silly, but I, I, I always remember Sean Payton hating Mark Ingram, hating him year after year. Like, why now the difference? Like, why all of a sudden did he fall in love with a guy after this took so long? You want to guess how many rushing attempts Alvin Kamara has this year? I do want to guess, yes. What is your guess? 140. 111. Wow. 
So we could be talking about a guy that you're going to take in the first round who's going to get maybe, he'll probably see more than that. Maybe he gets 130, maybe he gets to 140 rushing attempts next year. 75 receptions, that's huge. I get it. In PPR, you can't you can't knock that mm-hmm. at all. His kind of explosiveness. I don't want to doubt his talent either, but it just seems that in offseason where teams have film on him and Mark Ingram, is he going to be able to break those long touchdowns once again? Again, I don't want to doubt the talent, but I see what you're saying and why it would scare you for both of these guys to maybe go you know, between pick 7 and 12 in the same draft. Two running backs on the same team. Where would you take Alvin Kamara? I know I just asked you that a second ago, and you're like, yeah, I'd probably take him all in the first round. Now you're talking it out. Where would you take Alvin Kamara? It's got to be, I guess, in that mid to late first round. I don't know where to place him exactly. No, no, to be clear, we are going to, I know this is a keeper league video yeah. or whatever. We're, gonna do a, we're going to do a mock draft coming up in, in the next week or two yeah. an early mock draft we'll have Florio here and we'll, and we'll do it um, not even a full mock draft we'll do the first couple of rounds of the mock draft and, and, yeah. and kind of place them ourselves so you don't have to answer the question now but I think it's interesting where you'll actually pull the trigger like it's one thing to say and I said this to Scott this last week I was like you know you're going to start Nick Foles or Tom Brady like there's no effing way that you'll be able to pull the trigger when you actually have to pull the trigger I want to know where you think Alvin Kamara will go like I think that's what's interesting to me we know the first four running backs are going to go. Bell, Zeke. Yeah. Gurley. Gurley, David Johnson. Not in that order particularly, but okay, that's fine. And then Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins. I think those six are fair to say over him. I totally agree. Personally. Kareem Hunt probably I'm Kareem Hunt, no, exactly what I seven. Saying. I'm putting Kareem Hunt over him. That's but seven. then I think he's in that range. I agree. I kind of think he's in that 8 to 12 range. Kamara is in there. Kamara. Ingram is Ingram, in there. Leonard Fournette. Fournette is in there. Is an Odell Beckham in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's in that group. Yep. I agree. So I think I think that's I think that's your answer. I think eight to twelve. Eight to twelve. Okay. And I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Um, I think the first round is really good this year. Like, yes, the first round is so theoretically it's good every year. But even last year, we had so many question marks after like your top. Five or so this year, like top five or six. Like, oh my God, do I do Mike Evans? Do I do Julio Jones? Which of these, LaShawn McCoy, Jamonte Freeman, like which direction do I go in, right? I don't feel that way next year. I feel like these players are really, really good next year. And maybe, I, I just don't remember having this feeling after last season. Yeah, so I, I pulled up ADP of before the season just to see if there was another player in the first round that was kind of a similar ilk to Alan Kamara, and, and there was really none. I mean... Because Alan Kamara did something we haven't seen before. Yeah. I mean, a rookie who... I mean, depending on how much he plays this week, going to flirt with 80 receptions, but only, again, only 111 carries. So, yeah, I mean, there there hasn't really been another guy like this. I'm looking through, I mean, DeMarco Murray, J.J., those are different kind of running backs. Those were guys that we were expecting to come in and, you know, get 250-plus carries, so... Instead, we're looking at an Alvin Kamara. It's so hard to use your first-round pick on a guy who is going to be dependent on breaking long touchdowns. Yeah. I agree, and you got to watch that. you got to make sure, man. you got to make sure that you get that. We'll take a quick break. You listen to Fantasy Football.
Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? 
Dick Butkus. Freezing. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Huh. Duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. to week we say how hard it is to reject touchdowns it's even harder to predict 40 yard touchdowns or 50 yard absolutely touchdowns. so and that was what made what Kamara was doing so special yeah and, and he, that's what that that's what his value came with it's breaking off those long touchdowns and you brought up in the past you brought up like Chris Thompson right like he was doing that each and every week so he slowed down Alvin Kamara just never slowed down um I, I think a good example is Tyreek Hill last year like maybe that's the best example that we have from last year's draft where we saw a guy that had the ability to just be a kick returner, a punt returner, and constantly find the ends of one big play on offense. And he went where, ADP-wise? He, was, he, went, he was in like the third round. I agree. So he, was the, so he was in the middle of he was in the middle of the third round, and that was with increased value as a wide receiver one for Kansas City when it was all said and done. He went number forty three overall in the middle of the third round. I understand Kamara as a running back will have the ball in his hands more often, but don't you think Hill is a fine comparison? Yeah, I'm, I I think you're making the case for us to take Alvin Kamara because we were worried about Tyreek Hill. Definitely. Boomer, bust, low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. Uh, I said that I wouldn't take him before the fourth, fifth round. I, I, I didn't same, end I up with him thing. on any league. With all that being said, Greg, he finished this year, half-point PPR, wide receiver four. Wide receiver four. 75 catches, 1,183 yards, and seven touchdowns. The fantasy playoffs, which I know people care so much about, four for 75, five for 68, six for 109. Um, But the problem is, usually when it comes to a guy like Tyreek Hill, you have your games where you're going to get a two for 38, a two for 64. Um, Honestly, besides that, he had four catches in every game. It actually makes me feel really, really good. My biggest concern with him was that those two for 68s two, and, and two for 64s and two for 38s would come more often. They didn't. But when it comes to Tyreek Hill, aren't you a little bit concerned over what something that we said we have to focus on is a change in offense, right? There's a good chance Alex Smith's not back. It's Pat Mahomes as a quarterback. There's a chance that Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator, is a head coach somewhere, so they might bring in a new offensive coordinator. These are things we said we're going to worry about. You may have to worry about it with Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt for that matter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, those are all things that we're going to have to take into consideration. Whoever they end up with as their offensive coordinator, uh, if Pat Mahomes is for sure the quarterback going into next year, we're going to have to see you know, how he works with Tyreek Hill in the offseason, in the preseason. The biggest thing is going to be looking at the offensive coordinator and looking at that offensive coordinator's tendencies and what they've done in years past. Have they had a player like Tyreek Hill before, kind of an explosive down-the-field receiver? Will they know how to get the best out of him. These are all questions that we're going to have to answer before 2018. And, you know, as we get closer to that point, I'm sure we will be able to. Who would you rather have in 2018? Adam Thielen or Tyree Hill? So much so much is going to change because we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be in Minnesota. Especially, it's crazy, we heard that um, like, Sam th- Bradford's practicing next th- week. Those, t- 
those two teams, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Pat Mahomes for the Chiefs and Teddy Bridgewater for the sure, Vikings. Sure. And then if you ask me that, then I'd rather take Tyreek Hill. Absolutely. I agree with that. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know why everyone's on this Teddy Bridgewater thing. Oh, I am like, with you. It, it's a great story. I, am with I, you. I think he was a great college player as well, but I don't have his numbers up in front of me. I'm pretty sure he hasn't had a season with more than 14 passing touchdowns. I'm with you, man. So he hasn't done anything to make us think that he's going to all of a sudden turn into this this fantasy stud. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally agree. All right. I think it's time. Do you have any final thoughts here, Frankie? Final thoughts. Keeper League thoughts. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I feel like we could do this again, like, in the next coming weeks. Like, yeah. Just yeah. talk more about, like, where we want players to go and how that'll affect keeper status sure. moving forward. Or totally. Whatever. But it was a good start, you know, like, talking about Derrick Henry, where should Alvin Kamara be drafted, I have a Tyreek lot. Hill. I think Tyreek Hill is a very, very, it's going to be a very polarizing player coming next he year. He was extremely polarizing coming to this year. I actually think he's going to be less so next year because I think... He silenced a lot of people, myself included and yourself included. Like, I know people said Terry Hill is a guy I will never own, but as I look at his game log and look at those final stats, like, I drafted Julio Jones and we said we'll never own Julio Jones, and there's very similar numbers with Tyreek Hill, except more touchdowns for Hill, and you can get him two rounds later. So, I like Tyreek Hill. I do have a couple questions for you. Uh, they're baseball killer questions? Okay. Okay. Uh, just because I don't know, I haven't even looked at baseball yet. So I just, I, for the first time in six months, I opened up my fantasy baseball team. I actually did that on my flight to LA. I was looking at my baseball team, and I'm like, all right, who am I going to keep? Right. <laughs> I found that I had Reese Hoskins on my roster, and I was like, okay. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. So there's a couple of names on my roster. I don't know like, where they're going in drafts. So you can just answer that quickly for me. Yep. Where's Rafael Devers going? And we talked about how we, you loved him this year, right? Where's he going? It's like eighth, ninth round. So if I have him in the tenth round, should I? Is that someone? That's that someone I could keep. This is what we were talking about. <laughs> I know. This is what we were talking about early on. With it's not a great value because you're only getting him at like a one to two round discount of where he's actually going in drafts. Okay. So if you have someone who's uh, for a much later round keeper who you think maybe not the same upside but ha- also has pretty good upside. I might lean that way, but I'm actually very I'm very high on Devers already. Just what from what I've looked at, I haven't right. looked at a ton of baseball yet. Right. But if he's being drafted in the eighth or ninth round, I think he can easily outperform that draft slot. I, I could see him living up to like maybe uh, like a fourth, fifth round value. So drafting the tenth is is fine. Yes. Yes. I, cool. Ultimately, I like that. I know this is gonna be like a funny one, but I'm looking at his numbers, I'm like oh my god, this guy was unbelievable last year. Where is Whit Merrifield going drafts? That's a good question. I want to say it's like the early middle rounds, like fifth or sixth. So in the 10th round, that could be a good keeper too, you're saying? Yeah, I actually have him in one of my home leagues as a 12th round keeper as well. So, because I, I looked at him, I remember I picked him up in the middle of the season, and I didn't necessarily, necessarily realize how good he was, but seeing that... He was ridiculous. 19 homers, 34 stolen bases, he doesn't strike out? This guy's great! Uh, he went in the 6th round, middle oh, of the 6th round. This could be a guy, draft this could be right a guy then. It's yeah, with Merrifield, yeah, for sure. All right. At, at kind of, uh, he might have position versatility, too. He might have second and outfield eligibility, oh, which that helps pretty, even that more. That pretty cool. Where's Corey Seager going these days? I still think he's like third round, second round. Second round in that draft. Okay, well, who else? I don't agree with that, by the way. You think a little bit later? I, I won't have him on any of my teams if he goes in the second round. What about Avasel Garcia? Uh, I don't think he's been drafted yet. He has not. All right. And we are in the... 11th round. All right. So further behind that. Fair enough. We appreciate you watching and listening. Mainly just watching because we're on the radio. Uh, thanks. We're going to have a lot more videos coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, Frank Stample. I'm gr- the guys are on the radio. Ha, ha, ha.
They didn't know. They don't know. Now we know. Great job by those guys. I thought that was a lot of great strategy. If you guys missed any of it, go to On Demand, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, download Fantasy Football Rewind, and get great information from the guys breaking it down. Take a break with that more. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. Hey, I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now, you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback, and it's not just me this year, no. I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport, I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
name's Tony Sincata, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got things going fast. We got things going furious. Yeah, we've got things. Sometimes you just have things, man. Things, things, things. We're going to go back to some news and notes for Week 17 Fantasy Football. And here are the gentlemen, Greg Sussman and Frankie Stemfo. Fantasy BFFs. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends! Forever. Here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie the Fantasy Salad Stample. My name is Greg Sussman. What's poppin', Frankie? What's poppin' on a Tuesday? Nothing much, Greggy. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, you're right. I know. God, I got my days all mixed Jeez. up. Jeez. Off the rousing start here. Oh yeah, that's that's what a Christmas on a Monday will will do to you. It's a good thing though. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Shortened week. Yeah, it's great. What's gonna happen when Christmas goes further into the week? Do we get the days off so beforehand I, as well? No, no. I, uh, you know what? No, probably not. Like if Christmas is on a Wednesday. Do right. you get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off? No, no. You just get, Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe you won't get Tuesday off. Christmas Eve. You'll get the night off. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I think, like, Christmas Eve is a normal day, man. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. Maybe for you. Well, I mean, Christmas is a normal day for me. <laughs> but ultimately... I'm um, sorry, that was mean. Yeah, it's okay. I wasn't really mean. You're just explaining You're just explaining the truth. You're, you're kind of just preaching the, the, the truth here, Frank. It's all right. It's a fine day. It's cold. Very cold outside. It's very chilly outside. Yeah. I'm dreading the walk to lunch today. Yeah. I asked you while we were walking up here, I was like, do you wear, you know, leg thermals or anything? I mean, I got like leggings on, like Under Armour leggings. Do you really? Yes, I do. Your, your, your entire is leggings. Yes. Huh. Like underneath my jeans. Hmm. It's cold out there. No, I don't. I just wear jeans. Sounds good. <laughs> Rousing start to the program today. So, on the show today, week 17, people play fantasy football week 17, I've been told. Some people do. Chris Pavona does. My dad does. Your dad does? My dad does. You would think he would learn something from you, Greg. Come on now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He uh, he plays in Week 17. He plays in the ESPN, like the two-week cha- two finals, the two-week playoffs. Mm. So he plays Week 14, 15, and 16, 17. All right. Yeah, that was the same as Bavona. He was explaining that yesterday on Target. Yep. Uh, yeah, don't do that. But if you are playing in Week 17, we're going to talk a little bit about it. We today. are. We, we are. Because it, it, it is very different. I wanna, and I want to make that clear. Because... You can't just go in with the same mindset that you have all year. You can't just throw out the same players necessarily you have all year. You have to look farther into it. Some could say that it's harder than the rest oh, of the Oh, definitely. Year. It's so like on a week to week basis before week 17, it's unpredictable. But week 17 itself is like a different beast of yeah. unpredictability. I go back to oh my god, I'm gonna forget the player's name now. But I go oh I know who it is now. So I go back to many, many years ago. I was play we it was when we started first started playing fantasy, um early on in like two thousand three or four when, when we were when we were much younger. And we played in a week seventeen and I went winning the championship and I remember I think it was the time Clinton Portis played for the Redskins. I think it was after the Broncos. But Week 17, I started somebody. I picked up Liddell Betts and started in week 17 and led me to a championship. Those are the guys we're going to help you find right now, next on the BFFs. There you are, the 
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, you like fantasy football? You like 8-bit music? You like wrestling? You like fun? Well, I've got fun for you. Let me tell you something, brother. The greatest show ever on Fantasy Sports Radio Network is on Target Fantasy, brother, okay? You've got Jake Seeley. He's a ranker, okay? You've got Chris Meaty, Canadian Kindness, and you've got Joe Pizapia, Mr. Blackbook. Every day, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. My God, it's an unbelievable two hours of fantasy goodness. Check the link. The only radio programming that is for the ears of the fantasy elite is, of course, Fantasy Freestyle with Dane Martinez. What? Are you kidding? Not my show. My show is for all the people. Bring that promo back. This is Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, and you can check out my show, Fantasy Freestyle, every night, Monday through Friday. I give you my top five, dead or alive. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. My starting lineup. And now, the starting lineup. And you can join the cypher with me, Speeds, the spitting statistician. Yeah, yeah. I break down every stat from every game so your fantasy teams can blow up like a Samsung 7. Catch Fantasy Freestyle every night, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, only on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Hey, it's Tony Sakata telling you about a new show, Fantasy Football Rewind. Catch it late night on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Starts at 1 a.m. on the East Coast, 10 p.m. on the West Coast. It's two hours of fantasy football action. I'll give you all the latest news in fantasy football. I'll talk about all the things that happen on the channel throughout the day. I'll tell you who's right, who's wrong. Fantasy Football Rewind. If you can't stay up that late, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Fantasy Football Rewind. You know, if I was the king, Scott Angle, I would be rapping to the, uh, like, Roto Experts in a Lose Yourself version. Palms are sweaty, knees deep, arms are are heavy, Roto Experts Week 17 finals are ready. Something like that, you know? (laughs) I'm surprised he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, I'm surprised. Has he been rapping lately? Uh, Don, if we can, tomorrow on Fantasy Sports Today, if you could do that intro, I'd like to see if Scott raps in Roto Extra's BS today. Okay. (laughs) Don does not want me talking to him on this show. Back in the day uh, when you guys used to simulcast uh, in another location. We still simulcast. Uh, In another location. (laughs) (laughs) 
I used to actually get a kick out of Scott Angle doing the rapping, man. Did you? There, <laughs> there was one day where he just wouldn't stop. Yeah, no, it was I, like I was that. every single line. Yeah, it wasn't. Fun he would anymore. find a way to rap it, about it. It became fun, and it wasn't fun anymore. No, it definitely wasn't fun for you. But that made it much more fun for me because I could see that you were getting agitated. So I was about to say, so you you get glee in my agitation. Yeah, why, why wouldn't I? I don't know because you're my friend. That's what BFFs are supposed to do. Are they? Yeah, bust some balls. Was this your busting balls motion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. So week 17, let's start out with the teams that have something to play for. The AFC is the most obvious. Both wild card spots are up for grabs, starting with the Ravens, who seem like they're going to get the number five seed. And if they're the five seed, that means the six seed's up for grabs. So there's three teams fighting for that. The Chargers, the Bills, and the Titans. So we can assure you, Frank, that the Ravens, Titans, Bills, and Chargers are all playing hard on Sunday. And I believe they all play at the same time on Sunday as well. Yes, they do. That was something I looked into because, obviously, let's say the Titans would have played at one. And then they win. Uh, by the time the Chargers and Bills would have started at 4.30, they'd know, all right, we don't really have anything to play for because we're not going to make it now. But all four of those teams are playing at 4.25 this weekend. So that's uh, that's something we don't have to worry about. And just on that Ravens-Bengals game, I mean, that is an AFC North matchup. You're telling me that the Bengals wouldn't want to be that team that said, oh, you know, we knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs. They'd they, love they, to do so. They did it to the Lions last week. As dead and buried as the Bengals are, they knocked at the Lions last yeah. week. This week, facing the Ravens in Marvin Lewis's last game as the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, there was something there. You know, I this is not going to be a cakewalk for the Ravens. I don't think any game really is a cakewalk for the Ravens, given the, the style of football that they play. Um, but I don't think this one's going to be uh, at all. So, I, I think both of these teams are going to play hard. I like if you have Bengals, I like that. If you have Ravens, let's talk about that for a moment. So when I say talk Bengals, that means A.J. Green goes into your lineup. That means Giovanni Bernard goes into your lineup, assuming that Joe Mixon doesn't play, right? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So then for the Ravens, Alex Collins really struggled over the last couple of weeks, certainly in the fantasy playoffs. I want to talk about him uh, for, for a moment. Is Alex Collins in your lineup this week? I think so. I think I still trust him. I know... Um... They've been getting some other guys involved here. Buck Allen has just been kind of kind of a nuisance on Alex Collins all year, he's, getting involved in the red zone. He's so. been a bit of a nuisance for both Danny Woodhead and Alex Collins because he's kind of like, for lack of a better term, or lack of a better comparison, he's kind of like Deion Lewis, where he can catch the ball in the backfield and run the ball in the backfield. So he's been a nuisance to both Collins uh, and Woodhead since Woodhead's been back. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been catching the ball as much, but... You know, I, I kept asking myself, why do they keep putting him on the field in the red zone? And it, it's so frustrating as a fantasy owner. But then when I really thought about it, I realized he's converting. Like, they put him in there Play in the well. red zone, and Play he's scoring well. touchdowns. Yeah. So, I get it from an actual football perspective. That's why that they're, to, that's why they're getting him on the field. Here. But, all right. I said okay. I just myself. Good? Get yourself ready. I feel much better now. I still think it's going to be uh, I still think it's gonna be Alex Collins. I want to pull up the snap percentages from... Last week and see how they were. Yeah, so you, you you do that. I'm going to tell you Alex Collins' fantasy playoffs here, why why you looked that up. 53% of the snaps for Alex Collins last week. Against the Steelers in week 14, 18 for 120 and a touchdown. Excellent game on Sunday night. A week later against the Browns, 12 for 19. Against the Colts a week later, 18 for 51. Alex Collins is busted in week 15 and 16. Yeah, he certainly has. So uh, there's some cause for concern there, but it is a good matchup for running backs. 
Uh, over the last month, the Bengals have allowed the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs. So it is a good matchup there. Uh, like we mentioned, AFC North matchup. More of a hard-hitting, ground-and-pound, I think lower scoring. We'll see some running backs on both sides. Gio Bernard's been getting a big wor- workload for the Bengals. So I think we see a lot of run games on both sides of the ball here. Don't necessarily want to get involved with Joe Flacco. I know he performed well last week, finished as a top-10 quarterback, but not really something I want to do uh, this week, especially if you're playing in like a DFS contest or something like that. I agree. I'm not going to get involved uh, with Joe Flacco this week. Like I survived it last week. I'm not going to do it again in week 17. Um, but when it comes to the wide receivers, Mike Wallace has stepped up. We've talked about that a bunch during the fantasy playoffs. Mike Wallace stepped up in a big way uh, for the Ravens and for Joe Flacco. In fact, over his over the last three games inside the fantasy playoffs, let me read them to you. Three for 72, six for 89, four for 60. Nothing spectacular. Uh, wide receiver three numbers. Can you start Mike Wallace as a wide receiver three in Week 17? Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know if we'll see Jeremy Macklin. He's he says he expects to play. Jeremy Macklin? Mm-hmm. Well, either way, he hasn't had a rapport with Joe Flacco Not all year all. long. It, it just hasn't been all. there for him. Uh, the targets have been there for Mike Wallace, like you mentioned. Not scoring touchdowns, but still seeing the volume of targets there. So, I think he's a fair wide receiver three. I just don't think there's much upside there. Although he people view Mike Wallace as kind of like a boom or bust kind of play, he hasn't been very boom in a while. We haven't seen like one of those 150-yard and a touchdown type games. Now listen, it could happen um, this week. Like it, That's something that wouldn't surprise me. I have no problem going with Mike Wallace in a must-win game for Baltimore, uh, throwing Mike Wallace out there. I'm, go- I'm cool with that. Yeah, he's still going to see the targets. All so, right. like you mentioned, wide receiver three. Nothing more than that for me. So that's the Ravens uh, against the Bengals, which I think is a, is a good game. It's a game, like I said, I want to target because both teams are invested, right? Yeah, right, definitely. Then you get to the Bills and Miami. Now, these are one of the uh, Bills are one of these teams that are fighting for that sixth playoff spot. I'm leaving the Titans out for a moment because I, I want to get to the last. But the Bills against Miami, here's what I like. Division game. Right, So division game, Miami wants to keep Buffalo out of the playoffs. They want to do everything they can to stop their division rivals from getting in. Buffalo, of course, haven't made the playoffs since Millennium. We've been uh, talked about a lot. The Nate Peterman start may ultimately cost this team a shot um, at the playoffs. Who can we start in this matchup, Frank? On the Buffalo side first, please. I think you can go down the line. I know the Dolphins' defense has played better recently, but... I think this Bills team is going to be fired up. Like you mentioned, haven't made the playoffs in this millennium. They're the only sports franchise across all four major sports who have not made the playoffs in this millennium. So I think they're going to be fired up. I really think they're going to go out there. They're going to try to put a hurting on the Miami Dolphins. Specifically, I really like LaShawn McCoy. Uh, So if you're playing in a DFS contest, you're going to be able to find some of those uh, really bargain basement players who are just filling in. We'll get to some Los Angeles Rams later on because they've already mentioned that they're going to be uh, resting most of their starters. So you couple some of those guys who are just filling plays in DFS, and then you get a higher a higher salary guy like LaShawn McCoy. I really think LaShawn McCoy could have a big, big week here, but I'd, I'd go down the line. I think you could trust Tyrod Taylor. I, I think uh, the rushing floor is going to be there. I think they, they're going to We'll take a quick break and then come back and finish it off. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. If you can't get us live, you can always go on demand and make sure you get it on iTunes, Google Play. Get everything you need and make sure, man, that you're getting everything one after another and making sure it's happening. 
Because we can make things happen. We just got to want to make things happen, right? You got to want it. How many times have you heard that in life? Nothing's given to you. You got to go out and you got to get it. And you got to want it. And those that want it will get it. And that's how it works. It's the meaning of life. As we turn the corner, fantasy football season, into fantasy baseball season. So make sure you're not going anywhere. You're getting all you need. And you're getting your fantasy information. Because fantasy is a diversion for life. It makes you smooth past. It gives you a little hobby that don't involve crack or heroin or mescaline. Or any of those bad things. PPR are good things. Crack, bad thing. So, choose fantasy over crack. That's what I'm saying. That's how I would go about it. Don't ever choose crack when there's fantasy. There's no need of it. Tony Sincata, this is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is the Tony Sincata. And when we come back, it'll be tomorrow. Good luck.